the longer that you take to make an important decision, the better the decision will be, the higher quality decision. Some of the best decisions that you make will be decisions that you will allow to steep for a while, like water in tea. That's Brian Tracy. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Appreciate you tuning in with me today. And we have Brian Tracy returning to the show. And today, Brian is going to walk us through the important process of decision making and why it's so essential to use what he references as slow thinking to improve the quality of our lives, our relationships, and our bank account. Here's Brian Tracy. Enjoy. Well, over the years, I've done a good deal of reading, and I came across a concept that I want to share with you, and we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Uh, and the concept is, the question is, what is the most valuable and highest paid work that you do? It's a really interesting question because when I heard the question, I didn't know what the answer was. What do you think the highest paid and most valuable work is that you do? And the answer is thinking. Thinking is the most valuable work. Now, I am the best-selling author in the world in time management, also on goals, also on some other subjects. but, but. I began studying time management about 30 years ago, and I came across a word in my studies, and the word was consequences. And what it basically said is that something is important if it has big potential consequences, and something is unimportant if it has low or no potential consequences. Number one reason for success is people focus on things that have high potential consequences. Number one reason for failure is people focus on things that have low or no potential consequences. Exactly what Joe was saying earlier, the, the famous Drucker quote, very worst use of time is to uh, work intently on something that need not be done at all. And one of the things that is holding back entrepreneurs, business owners, it's killing them, by the way, and it's wiping out an entire generation, is this obsession with technology. I've, I see people that are walking with their phone. It's almost like drug addicts that are mainline. They cannot stop staring at their screen. They cannot stop pushing their buttons. I hate to say there were people in this room that had that problem, but uh, the fact is that this obsession with looking at the screen and staying connected is killing people because it, it stops them from focusing. You cannot focus if you are distracted like an attention deficit disorder dog. So you're constantly ringing and responding to bells almost like a crazy person in a, in a toy factory. Um, as, <laughs> And so, so just as a quick aside, if thinking is the most important thing you do because of the consequences of thinking determine the entire quality of your life, then the quality of your thinking determines the quality of your life. And so the more time that you spend thinking and thinking well and thinking clearly, 
the uh, more successful you are. Over the years, I've worked with some very powerful people, billionaires and multi-billionaires, people who are on the Forbes 400 list repeatedly, over and over. And I've had a chance to be with them during crises and at times where something was happening that was serious. It was, a, it was a major problem. And I noticed that they all had one quality in common, is they all went calm. It's just, they went calm. People around them were angry and upset and, and, and worried about what happened and who did it and so on, and they would just go calm. Almost like, like, like a pond would go calm. And they knew, and I learned later, I didn't know why this was, I admired it, but I didn't know why it was, is that when your mind is calm, your, your, your entire uh, cerebellum, the thinking and deciding brain, functions at its highest level, like turning up all the lights on a dimmer switch. It's functioning like a Christmas tree. But when you get upset and angry, what happens is your thinking reverts to your limbic or emotional system, and your ability to think clearly diminishes dramatically, and you make a lot of mistakes. That's why it, when you are facing a difficult situation, you have to use every skill, trick, game, whatever it is, stay calm. And that's why they teach you to meditate. And they find that meditators in business are far more successful because they, they can automatically trigger their mind into the calm of meditation when they're facing a crisis. It enables them to think with greater clarity. Now, a couple of years ago, uh, a man named Daniel Kahneman, a uh, very fine man from, from reading him, uh, who had won a Nobel Prize in psychology and neuroscience, uh, wrote a book called Thinking Fast and Slow. And this book, it was a very esoteric book, and I don't recommend that you read it. It's 500 pages of hard slogging. I will give you the essence of, I will give you the essence, I do the reading, pass it on. I, I will give you the essence of the book. He said that there are two types of thinking. There's fast thinking and slow thinking. Fast thinking is intuitive, it's instinctive, it's automatic, it's reactionary. It's, I think of it very much as how you would drive through busy traffic. You're not giving a lot of thought, you're just interacting. He said the other type of thinking is slow thinking. And slow thinking is where you just slow down the thinking and take time to think through issues. Now, if an issue has little or no consequences, then you can think quickly. You know, what do you have for lunch? What do you pick up on your plate from the buffet? Uh, where do you park your car? These are, the, the, the consequences of these decisions are uh, almost non-existent. But if it's a major issue, then you say, wait a minute, this requires slow thinking. Here is his contention that made the book a bestseller, is that the biggest problem that people have is that where they should use slow thinking, they use fast thinking. And entrepreneurs are extremely guilty of that, is we make important decisions that have long potential consequences, including affecting the lives of people and costing money and even leading to the bankruptcy of a business. We make those decisions with fast thinking when in reality, we should be making them with slow thinking. Now, I'm a great Drucker fan, as, as many people are, and Mike was saying uh, something about hiring the right people, and hiring the right people to work with you is very important. And the biggest mistakes you make is hiring fast. You hire people quickly. Uh, the, best, the best decisions you make are where you really take your time to hire slowly. And Peter Drucker said that fast people decisions are invariably wrong people decisions. Hiring an important person for an important job has tremendous potential consequences. So therefore, you need to take a long time. One of the things I teach, which is in my book, How to Hire and Keep the Best People, is a simple rule that will increase your hiring accuracy to 90%. And I've taught it to Fortune 500 companies, and they make it a rule within their companies to use Brian's rule, 
is to this is the you cannot hire except by doing this. And I didn't invent it. I just studied the hiring practices of the companies that hire the best people and keep them the longest. And they all at the beginning have a certain process that they follow and they follow it religiously, no exceptions. And so their accuracy in hiring goes up to 90% or, or better uh, because they think more. Then the interesting professor at the University of San Diego last year wrote a book on sort of not sort of thinking fast and slow, but it was on decision making. What he said is the longer that you take to make an important decision, the better the decision will be, the higher quality decision. And Lord Acton once said, when it is necessary, uh, when it is not necessary to decide, it is necessary not to decide. In other words, he, the professor said, buy as much time as you can for a decision. Put it off. If you can put it off for a day, uh, a weekend, uh, a week, a month, put it off. Some of the best decisions that you make will be decisions that you will allow to steep for a while, like water in tea. So thinking is the most important thing you do. We call it thinking fast and slow. So remember, anything that is important that has long-term consequences is a candidate for slow thinking, discussing it with other people, sitting quietly, going for a walk, letting it ruminate in your mind, sleeping on it. You know, they say, if it's a big deal, sleep on it. My mentor, the gentleman I told you about, who owned 200 companies, I would come to him with a business situation and he would uh, nod, he would absorb the information. He had a, he had a what do they call it, a, a tr iron trap mind. He could hear something once and remember it forever. He could read something once and remember it forever. He was very smart. And yet he would always say, let me think about it for a few days. And I would think, well, let's do this, let's do that. And he said, it's obvious using fast thinking. He'd say, no, there are a lot of ramifications to something like this based on his experience. Let me think about it. And after two or three days, and I'd be very impatient, he'd come back and he said, you know, I've thought it over and I think we should approach it this way. And then he would lay out, based on his experience, a plan of action that was genius. And I'd go, ah. Oh. I mean, I felt like a child, which I was like a child with him. He was many years older than me. But because he took the time to think and combined it with his experience, and maybe he made a couple of phone calls to people who were more knowledgeable in that area. And he would listen very carefully. He was a great listener. And then he would form a strategy. And his strategy led to millions and tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars of business deal. And I don't think he ever made a mistake in a business deal. He was, and over and over and over again. He got into petrochemicals and built a $265 million petrochemical plant that yielded 40% returns on his investment from the day it was finished and started operations, and he knew nothing about petrochemicals, except that somebody told him, this is a good business to get into. And he said, all right, and he began to do his research and his slow thinking. Now, the second type of thinking comes from Edward Banfield. Edward Banfield was a professor of sociology at the University of Harvard, and uh, one of the most brilliant teachers. I've spoken to people who studied under him, and he's, they said, he's one of those teachers that you're never the same again after you've studied under Banfield. Banfield had a, 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 a focus on why it is that some people rise socioeconomically over the generations and other people do not. He wrote a book called Saying the Unthinkable, or no, I'm sorry, he wrote a book called The Unheavenly City. And uh, in The Unheavenly City, he pointed out that the difference between wealthy people and poor people is their, the, the, the length of time which they take into consideration when they make a decision. He said, people who think short-term almost invariably go for immediate gratification. He said, people who think long-term think of all the ramifications, very similar to Kahneman's work 
thinking fast and slow. So he called it long-term perspective. And he said people with long-term perspective, they think five and ten years into the, into the future. One of the marks of superior people is that they are long-term thinkers. They uh, make decisions um, very, very carefully, and, and with decisions that are long-term in their potential consequences, they take a long time to make the decision. Days, weeks, they will buy all the time possible. So you'll find that all successful people are, are, are long-time perspective thinkers. They think into the future, and then they come back from the future, like we talked about future orientation, um, thinking about the future. They come back from the future, and they say, what do I need to do today to create that ideal future? Big thanks to Brian Tracy for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube, and it is entitled, Genius Network Presents Brian Tracy, How to Build a Great Business. And if you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, briantracy.com. His Instagram is the Brian Tracy. His YouTube is Brian Tracy. And his latest book, which I believe should be released in the next few days, is entitled Unstoppable Motivation Secrets You Need to Develop Courage, Confidence, and a Positive Mental Attitude. So you can go and check that out. And if you'd like to check out the last time that we've had him on the show, you can go back and check out episode number 342. And I have all the links to connect with him, as well as all the links to connect with his work and a link to today's entire talk. They will all be in the show description below. So you can go and check that out. All right. That is a wrap for me. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.